You're listening to Healthy Mompreneurs Get Wealthy podcast with Kathy Richards, RD. I've had over 20 years of experience coaching clients and now busy mompreneurs get healthier and ultimately wealthier. On this podcast, I'll be sharing with you my self-love journey back to health as I'm coming out the other side of years of stress and challenges, living with a spouse, suffering from mental health issues, suffering a concussion, living with post-concussion syndrome, terminal illnesses within my close family members, a divorce, a death in my family, and all three kids under the age of eight. If anyone can show you how to thrive and not just survive through challenges and setbacks, it's me. So follow my journey here. Hey guys, Kathy hopping on for episode two on my self-love journey back to health. So as voted on when I put out the poll to you, um, I'm going to be doing like three or four short 10-minute segments each week to kind of give you a bird's-eye view into how things are going, what kind of things come up while I'm going through this journey, and I might share some client tips and things that I've um, worked on over the week as I work with my clients too. So this episode is about decision. So... Anyone that works in a business or as a small business owner, you'll know that at some point you just have to make the decision and decide. And it's not unlike people when they decide that they're going to make a health change or focus on their health. It's a decision and it's kind of the same thing. Like you have to wake up every day and decide that I'm going to continue on this journey. I'm going to continue to make healthy choices. So What I've been doing for the last week since I've kind of been sitting with this, I don't even think it's been that long since I decided how I wanted to share this with you guys, but I've really been resisting the urge to jump in and change everything and do it in a way where it's like a a plan and it's not really factoring in all the moving pieces. So what I encourage my clients to do too is think about um, where you're at, what made you decide to get healthier, and then we work from there. So a little bit of my mindset around it is, yeah, I just want to feel better in my body. I've never done a, a diet or any prescribed plan before in reference to feeling better in my body. I did keto, um... In the summer of 2019, I think, and that was for my concussion recovery, and it was very helpful. So I have been thinking back to that experience in that my symptoms of like gas and bloating um, were a lot better when I was doing keto, and joint pain was a lot better as well. And it's not so much that it was because I cut out all the sugar and stuff. But it was more, my symptoms were better because of the higher fat content. And also, I wasn't consuming carbohydrates that ferment a certain way in the gut. So with a lot of the clients I see, and the ongoing stress since 2020 and the pandemic hit, um, and other additional stresses, we all have stresses in our life, right? I see 
a lot of gas and bloating as symptoms. And commonly, my clients will go to something like a low FODMAP diet, which removes those fermentable carbohydrate foods for a four to six week period. And then we slowly reintroduce them by a food at a time or however they decide that it works for them. Some people don't do like a slow introduction. They just kind of pick a couple foods, decide that those are the culprits and then reintroduce the others. But that way you might not catch everything that's bothering you. So a step-by-step approach is recommended. So I've been pondering as I've been working with clients in the last few weeks Okay, it's a low FODMAP because I see people I do low FODMAPs with that lose weight and it's not because their caloric intake is less per se, it's because the inflammation in their gut is healed. And when we're not in inflammation, we're going to release some weight. The same thing as when we're not in as much stress, we're going to release some weight. So I've been thinking about that. I've also been noticing when I'm triggered um, by different things that yeah, I'm an emotional eater. So I have to go back to some of those skills and the change buffet that I teach in my um, emotional eating group program, Craving Change. So some of the techniques this week were like distraction. Um, Sometimes I just sat with the emotion and then I just ate the crappy food anyways because that's where I was at. And I didn't make it wrong. I just recognized what it was and observed it. So really, I've been spending a lot of time the last week just observing what's been happening. Okay, so I felt uncomfortable in a conversation with someone, and then I was kind of grumpy and off track for the rest of the day. So okay, so let's be aware of that trigger. When talking to certain people, maybe that results in emotional eating Or maybe that results in not feeling great. Um, I just went to the grocery store. I'm just recording this as I'm waiting to pick up my kids after school. So I'm trying to figure out what it was. Because I was okay when I left my house. Everything didn't go as well as I wanted to. I was trying to update my website and it wouldn't save today. So I felt, I think, like like I was a bit behind or... A bit of frustration with that, but not so much because I can go back in and fix it in a pretty quick time. Um, But I went to a grocery store that I don't like. And then I was mad the whole time I was in the grocery store that why did I come to the store? Like, I don't like it. Um, It's a store I used to shop at a lot when I lived um, with my ex-husband. So I was like, is that why? But no, I don't. I just think it's just the store itself in general. But it may be some of the like link to this is where I used to shop all the time and I wasn't appreciated. I don't know. So I'm going to sit with that. Might have to do some journaling on that tonight to figure out exactly what's going on. The other thing I wanted to talk about today with you guys is something that I've been practicing for oh, the last year is really to give myself grace. So I think I said in um, episode one, I thought once I moved into my new place last year, February 1st, 2020, the sky was going to open up and it was going to be like this, ah, like angelic, like awe-inspiring experience. I was going to be free. I could just show up, be the person that I knew I could be, and life would get great. And then the reality hit that, I had a lot of guilt for a long time about not being with my kids every day. 
and about them leaving. And at the beginning, it was a two, two, three schedule. So they would be with me two days, away two days, back three days, um, away, like back and forth. So it wasn't like there was that much time in between. And to be honest, I kind of just spent the time that they were gone, missing them, being sad, sitting around watching Netflix, not really getting a lot done, and then clean up enough for them to come back and and we'd start again. So, and then when they were with me at that point, it was like full on because we were in the pandemic. So that was great. Um, and also probably some of that, like just not being able to really accomplish much during that time was in dealing with like being away from my mom while she was having treatments, trying to get a, a better idea of what was happening there. That was quite challenging. Um, like when I first moved, her and my dad were going to come visit and I was so excited, but I also knew that she couldn't come into my new home, um, because she wouldn't be able to go up to the second level to use the washroom because she had a blood cancer that made her really weak. Um, but yeah, I was excited they were going to come and then something happened. Maybe somebody was sick at my house. They didn't end up coming or my mom didn't feel well. They didn't end up coming. Um, so that was a bit challenging as well. So I had to sit a lot and give myself grace that like, this is a lot that's happening. I had to accept the guilt that I felt. I didn't really think I would feel bad. Um, I didn't think the divorce, maybe I just didn't want to admit that the divorce was going to affect me that much. It wasn't so much um, being away from my ex or being alone it was not being with my kids and not being able to visit people because of the pandemic, right? So, so yeah, there was a lot of not moving, a lot of not eating like excessive amounts of junk food, but just probably eating a little bit differently. And I still recognize that. And I sat with that this week when I, my kids aren't with me, I'm not eating on a regular basis. So that's going to be a key thing that I'm going to focus on is to make sure that I'm consistently eating on a regular basis once I get really into to the plan that I'm going to focus on. So that's it for today. So I'm considering a low FODMAP as a starting point just to reset everything. I've um, been skiing cross country downhill the last couple of weeks. So that's fun. Um, getting out moving more. So at this point, that's where my activity levels focused. I have access to um, exercise programs online. My shoulder is still hurting from COVID. I had some kind of weird muscle thing in my in my right shoulder, so I'm gonna keep um, keep the activity to kind of a minimum as I just am focusing on okay, what's happening, being curious, and getting an idea of what my days look like, and then deciding the best way forward from there. So this is exactly what I do with my clients. Ideally, we have a long time to work together and we just kind of explore the first week or so what's really happening. Like not just like what you ate yesterday because historically people will say, oh, but that's not a regular day. And like 90% of my clients say that. So it's always funny like, oh, I ate that yesterday, but that's not normal. So I like to get a better idea of what the real picture is. No judgment, just if we know where we start then we know where we can go, right? So thanks for listening and I will chat with you guys soon. Have a great day. 
So if you're ready to focus on what's happening in your week and you're wondering, okay, well, what is triggering my eating? Because that's a common, commonly a good place for us to get started and just identify things that might be triggering us to eat when we're not really hungry. What might be helpful is my um, tool, it's a five-minute tool that walks you through how to identify when you're eating for emotional reasons and helps you identify the triggers. So it's super powerful. It's the first step that my clients go through when they join my emotional eating group. But you guys can download the Ditch the Binge um, resource for free at kathyrichardsrd.com forward slash ditch dash the dash binge forward slash um, and that will help you be able to just sit with it for a week and start to identify your triggers. And I'm going to hop on again soon and walk you through the signs and symptoms that I would have that client tracking as well. So stay tuned.